Here at Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you, you got to know what's important and what's not important. Knowing how to tie a tie, not important. Keeping a diary, not important. Trying all the different bold flavors of Mountain Dew, important. Experience the boldest flavors on earth. Do the Dew. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. You have no reason not to try it, as in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar, all do. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. On the Clark Star Radio Network, visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. The X Zone Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Ram Media Company, their advertisers, Fox Star Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or their employees. Welcome back, everyone. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is Zach Barkhouse. He is the creator and co-director of Dead Pet Stories. Now, Zach is a film director from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, and his recent uh, projects include The Passage, A Portrait of a Small Fishing Town, Dinner for Two, One Man, Two Men, and a Hungry Puppet Monster, 
Devil's Island, the history and mystery of a haunted island at the mouth of Halifax Harbor. Uh, Webster's Grave, a suicide intervention by a gigantic teddy bear. And Zach also sells uh, high-end menswear and has been accused of saying whatever comes to mind with no filter more than a few times. But we're assured that Zach is going to be a good boy today because he understands that this is a family show. Zach, how are you? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing fine. Tell me about uh, Dead Pet Stories. Where did you come up with the idea? Uh, Dead Pet Stories, um, I came up with the idea one day when I was driving in the car with my mother, Jackie, mm-hmm. and um, I was just thinking of some ideas for a project for um, film school a couple of years ago, and she told me about a pet she used to have. Um, it was a sheep named Bambi mm-hmm. that lived on her farm. And it all it lived in kind of her dollhouse playhouse in the backyard. And uh, my grandmother, she used to dye the sheep different colors depending on the season, like St. Patrick's Day, or I was dyed green, and um, for Halloween, orange. And oh my gosh! Spring sounds like what my mother used to do with our mashed potatoes. Same same idea, yeah. probably. This is you know, except for a little bit different. And well. the size, yeah. And yeah, and for Easter or what it, springtime or whatever, she died this this she pink. And uh, my mother, she told me she was at uh, she was at school. She was like seven years old, mm-hmm. and there was um, a fundraiser, and they were selling popcorn. And she thought that her pet Bambi, the sheep, would love to have some of this popcorn. So after school, she got got home. She ran home. She had this popcorn. Mm-hmm. She brought it right to the backyard to feed it to Bambi. And Bambi loved it. She ate all the popcorn up, and then she started to choke and um, died there at the mother's feet. And she, you know, she just said the story, kind of, there I was, a seven-year-old girl with a big, obese, pink sheep dead at my feet. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> really so upset about it to this day. And um, I decided, you know, well... Every, anyone who's ever had a pet, if you've had a pet or still have one, it's either dead or going to die someday. So mm-hmm. everyone kind of has a story, and most of them are kind of strange or bizarre in some sort of way. And, um, you know, we're, we're kind of doing it also to, you know, just kind of we're trying to fundraise money and raise money for the SPCA. Excellent. And, uh, and we're just kind of getting it out there, and, it's, you know, it's supposed to be just a fun thing, and hopefully people don't take it serious, and it's kind of a fun thing that kind of gets people interested in. And- Zach, stand by. We've got to take a two-minute commercial break. Zach Barkhouse is our special guest. www.deadpetstories.com That's www.deadpetstories.com He's also on YouTube at www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash deadpetstories. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute break right here on Talkstar.
Zach Barkhouse is our special guest. His website is uh, www.deadpetstories.com. Zach, uh, what are some of the best dead pet stories you've heard? Some of the best? Yeah. Um, the best one would have to be uh, Troy Howe. It's my favorite one. He tells a story about his uh, pet rabbit that he, you know, he wanted the dog, but his parents let him go to get a rabbit for his mm-hmm. pet. And um, that's my favorite story, that the uh, rabbit had this tooth that would keep on growing, and he had to pull, like, cut the teeth and pull it out, and it would keep on growing back because he kept on driving into his bottom lip. And uh, one day when he was pulling the teeth out of the rabbit's face, it um, kind of got on his leg and started to kind of do its thing, and he kind of was totally disgusted by it and, you know, didn't really want to kind of get near the rabbit too much anymore, and, and uh, the rabbit eventually dies and um, they just, they, he feels bad so he's just buried it in his backyard and um, it creates this big divot and every time he mows the lawn he's reminded of that darn rabbit thumper. What's been the reaction uh, to the to, uh, dead puppies uh, I'm sorry, dead pet stories? Uh, the reaction? Yeah. Well, Have I- you gotten any hate mail? We, we get a little bit of hate mail. Um, a lot of people that see it online and stuff tend to really like it and uh, like to kind of, I'm always hearing about other people's stories and everyone's always telling me about their dead pet stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a mailing campaign where we sent some flyers out and a couple of people that maybe weren't the right demographic possibly kind of found it offensive and maybe disgusting and didn't maybe didn't quite just uh, maybe took a little bit too personal because you know we're just trying to have fun with it and have people talk about their old pets whether it's like you know someone's sad funny bizarre and uh, just make it easier to sometimes like deal with like a bad situation mm-hmm. and then, you know some people kind of maybe took it the wrong way and didn't quite understand the, the website and what we're doing as a whole so, yeah, we get a little bit of hate mail. All right, so what's the process of making a dead pet story? The process, well, it's changed. Um, the first time we made one, it was just kind of like a pilot, and it was like five short stories, mm-hmm. about two minutes each, that were put together as one whole 20-minute video, and we decided maybe we better market it as, like, individual stories. Yeah. And we thought that it would be something we could put on the website, upload them, you know, every week or every month or wherever we would decide and um, hopefully maybe get people to shoot their own where we didn't have to, you know, where we didn't have to necessarily do a big production and we're kind of hopefully pushing in that in the future. But the process now is we we kind of get to try to figure out what kind of stories we want told and try to go out and find people or people that have contacted us through email or people that know people that know people that have come to us or stories that we've heard and go looking for those people and we shoot a, a minute to two minute segment and um, upload several of them at the end of every month. It's uh, We've shot it up until now. We've been shooting it in a studio with lights and the one camera and sound and we're hoping to kind of move to doing it more on location, possibly at people's houses or in people's backyards where their pets might be buried or whatever, whatever depending on the story. Where do you get the money to uh, produce these uh, these films? Uh, the money? Yeah. 
Jerusalem comes from Charlie Mack Productions. It's in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, just across the harbor from Halifax. And uh, they, the generous people there, have, you know, put money and a lot of time and a lot of effort and stuff into getting these made. And, you know, the money that we make isn't really going to hope, is probably not going to be a lot, but we hope to kind of sell some merchandise and stuff. And the whole idea is to donate that to the SPCA to, you know, raise awareness um, for preventing you're starting to fade out on us, Zach. Oh, really? There you go. Thank you. Um, okay. Okay, now, as yeah, uh, so, so you're raising money for the SBCN. I think that's a wonderful cause. My hat's off to you on that. Um, thank you very much. What celebrity would you most like to have tell a dead pet story? Celebrity? Yeah. Um, Barack Obama just is getting that dog really soon, so maybe someday he could tell us that that story would be all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can, can users uh, submit their own stories, too? Uh, yeah, they can. Uh, we're hoping that's kind of the way that it's going to go in the future, and uh, people basically just shoot their own at home mm -hmm. and upload it to... Upload it to YouTube, and we'll we'll link it to our website, and you get the same people that are coming to check our videos out, check in theirs out too, and maybe hopefully we don't we don't have to make any more, and we'll just be a place it'll be a place that's more interactive for internet users to kind of make their own and share their own videos all together. When you decided to get into filmmaking, did you ever, in your wildest dreams, think that you'd be doing uh, a little uh, vignettes on dead pet stories? Not, not really. It kind of just fell into it. It's, um, it's, it really just started out as a short documentary, mm -hmm. and now it's a short 20-minute video, and now it's you know coming on to like almost like a, a web series that hopefully people will look forward to getting new videos every you know every month and going back and telling their friends and more people kind of getting interested in shooting their own and. So you, kind of keep on going that way. So you've created a monster, but in a good way. In a good way, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. One of your films is called Devil's Island, the history and mystery of a haunted island at the mouth of Halifax Harbor. What can you tell us about that? Devil's Island, it's, um, it's, it's in progress. Mm -hmm. We're still shooting right now, but it's hopefully coming this fall. And it's, there's a island at the mouth of Halifax Harbor. And we're going to talk about the history. It's a small 30-acre island that had 30 fishing um, families that lived on it. And it had a lighthouse and a schoolhouse. There was a whole community out there. And it was also haunted. And there's all this debate right now about who owns certain parts of the island and what's going to happen to the island and the preservation of the lighthouse. And we're going to try to make it almost try to help save its lighthouse. And we're just really focusing in the history of the Maritimes and the struggle that we face now in trying to tell that story through Devil's Island. one 877 toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Our guest this hour is Zach Barkhouse. He's creator and co-director of Dead Pet Stories. And uh, their website is www.deadpetstories.com. And their YouTube channel is www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash dead pet stories. Um, 
how many dead pet stories do you get during the average week? Do we... Um, do, do people we submit to you? Well, this is, some, this is just uh, something that we started uh, a week ago. Mm -hmm. So I think we have... Uh, we have one up there now, I do believe, and about half a dozen coming really soon. They're just, you know, in the process of being uploaded and yeah. getting out there on the, on the site. So are you going to be going to pet cemeteries and doing uh, doing features like they have, uh, you know, ghost, ghost hunters or paranormal state? Are you going to be getting into that genre of investigating the paranormal on the animal side? We, we might very well do that. We keep on trying to come up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, we know there's a pet cemetery in PEI that we might might end up going to and maybe shooting some stuff there. We're just trying to, you know, we're trying to every 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 time we release uh, a couple segments, we want to try to make them a little bit different and a little bit edgier and kind of just push the envelope a little bit more each and every time. So that is definitely something we might have to take part in. Do you um, did you have a, a fascination with the paranormal prior to getting involved with this project? You know, I, with Devil's Island, I'd have to say that there's a lot of kind of haunted uh, stuff happening happening on that island, and that's kind of I guess very similar to mm -hmm. the uh, dead pets and in the dead pets. So. Devil's Island, I think that's the thing that's being worked on right now is something that we're, you know, working on trying to. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess so a little bit. Never really thought of that way. What advice do you have for people who would like to get into their own production of of small films like yourself, uh, documentaries and and um, and uh, assorted films? What would my advice be? Yeah. Uh, just get a camera, get some friends, get them to act, get the same friends to help shoot and do sound, and just go out there and do it. Learn that way. That's the best way. All right. Um, so if anybody would like to see more about Dead Pet Stories, they just go to the website at deadpetstories.com? Pardon? If people want to learn more about Dead Pet Stories or if they have a story to submit, where would they go? If people want to submit their own stories, they can go to the website, deadpetstories.com or the YouTube um, channel, and there's a video that's telling people to shoot their own and mm -hmm. upload it as a response to that video, and that's, that's the best way. So people go on and shoot their video, upload it to YouTube, and um, post it as a response to one of our videos. We'll get it that way. and. We'll uh, select a select a couple every month to put on our uh, release on our website. Uh, you know, we're, yeah. we're trying to encourage people to go out and shoot their own, and it doesn't matter if they're sh shooting it on a webcam or right. on their cell phone or just just going out and doing it and kind of getting more and more people doing it is going to get more and more people interested in it, seeing it, and hopefully raising some more money, more and more money. Zach, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, continued success, and we'll uh, look forward to seeing more and more stories at uh, pet, deadpetstories.com. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye now. When we come Bye. back from the news at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have a mixed bag. We're going to play a little bit of uh, William Shatner. We're also going to uh, 
I've got a few surprises in store. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. one 877 is toll-free. Our email is exxon at talkstarradio.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal... Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text grade to 323232. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Radio show, The X-Zone with Rob Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Feast to Fields Organic Vineyards in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McCall. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Countdown for blast off. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one, fire.
from the far horizons of the unknown come transcribed tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of the future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could-be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company presents... X, 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 minus, 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 Tonight, Something for Nothing by Robert Sheckley. I woke up when I thought I heard a voice. But I must have been mistaken because there was no one in my room. There was the same network of cracks and the muddy yellow ceiling and the same water dripping slowly and mournfully through from the roof. I've seen it a hundred times before. The worst room in a cheap hotel. But then, when I swung my feet onto the floor, I saw it. It was a machine on the floor. It hadn't been there when I went to sleep the night before. It was about three feet square, and it was humming softly. The crackled gray surface was featureless, except for a red button in one corner and a brass plate in the center. I leaned in closer and read the marking. Class A Utilizer, Series AA125642. Warning, this machine should be used only by Class A rating. Hey, where did you come from? A utilizer, huh? What do you utilize? No switches, no knobs. Just one red button. Okay, we'll give it a try. Here goes the button. All right, what happens now? A little green men drop from the ceiling. Okay, we'll push it again. Well, come on, do something. Because I'll have to pawn it. Unless Charlie will give me a dollar for the metal for junk. <clears throat> Boy, it's heavy. Can't even get the corner off the floor. They should have sent me somebody to help. Where do you want it, Mac? Hey, where did you come from? Come on, come on, we haven't got all day. Where do you want it? Lucky it's one of the small ones. The big models are brutes to get a grip on. Who are you? Moving man. What do I look like? Queen of the main? But, but, but where did you come from? You just appeared in the room. What are you doing here? I'm from the Power Vinyl Movers Incorporated, and I came because you wanted movers. That's why. Now, where do you want it? Well, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, uh, uh, look, you go away. I'll call for you later. Okay, Mac. It's your problem. Utilizer, huh? Utilizer. Well, I don't know where you came from, but I know what you are. You're a wishing machine. I suppose most people would be shocked if a wishing machine suddenly showed up in their room. But not me. Most of my life has been spent wishing, hoping, praying that something marvelous would happen to me. In high school, I dreamed of waking up some morning with an ability to know my homework without having to do it. In the Army, I used to wish for some witch to change my orders, put me in charge of the day room instead of forcing me to do close-order drill like everyone else. Out of the Army, I avoided work. You see, I'm kind of psychologically unsuited for it. I just drifted around hoping some fabulously wealthy person would for some reason change their will and leave me everything. I never really expected anything to happen. But now it did. 
All right, machine, let's go. I'd like a thousand dollars in small unmarked bills. There it is. How about that? Five pens. They're all dirty. Just perfect. Okay, here's what I'll do. I'll get the machine out of New York. Maybe upstate someplace where I won't be bothered by nosy neighbors. I've got a lot of problems on the income tax with this sort of thing. Well, maybe I get organized and I'll go to Central America. Hey, what's happening? There's a hole opening up in the wall. What? Somebody's trying to get through to me. The owner of the machine, he's trying to get it back. The hole's getting bigger. Hey, 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 utilizer. Protect me. Sanitar Leak, Temporal Wall Protection Service. What can I do for you? That man coming through the wall. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. He's almost through. Take it easy now. There's plenty of time. Let me see. Where did I put that unit? Oh. Where's his head? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't understand. So wait. Well, that takes care of him. Anything else? Did you kill him? Of course not. I just veered him back through his grommets. He won't try that way again. Oh, you mean he'll try some other way? It's possible. He could attempt a microtransfer or even animation. Say, um, this is your utilizer, isn't it? Uh, of course. Uh, sure it is, of course. Then you're an A lady? Naturally, uh, I wasn't. What did I be doing with a utilizer? Oh, no offense, just being friendly. <laughs> well, well, how you A's get around. I suppose you've come back here to do a history book. Well, uh, um... I'm really not committed to say uh, you understand, don't you? Oh, of course. I'll be on my way. There I was alone with the machine with a thousand dollars in small bills scattered around the floor. Those A ratings, whoever they were, had it pretty good. Want something? Just ask for it. Press the button. Well, the next few days marked a great change in my fortune. With the aid of the power vinyl movers, I took the utilizer to upstate New York. There I bought a medium-sized mountain in a neglected corner of the Adirondacks. And once the papers were in my hands, I walked to the center of my properties, several miles from the highway, with the men from the moving company sweating behind me, carrying the utilizer. On all sides, as far as I could see, were closely spaced forests of birch and pine. The air was sweet and damp. Birds were chirping merrily in the treetops, an occasional squirrel darted by. I always loved nature. This would be the perfect spot to build a large, impressive house with swimming pool, tennis courts, and possibly a small airport. So I pushed the button. Yes, sir? Can I be of service? I want a house. Well, yes, sir, but you really must be more specific. Do you want something classic, like a bungalow, ranch, split-level, mansion, castle, or palace? Or primitive, like an igloo or hut? Now, since you're an A, you could have something up to the minute, like a semi-base, an extended view, or a sunken miniature. Oh, um, I don't know. What do you suggest? A small mansion. They usually start with that. They do? Oh, yes. Later, they move to a warm climate and build a palace. Shall we start immediately? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Fine. Start immediately. I wanted to ask a couple more questions, but I decided against it. Everything was going too smoothly. These people thought I was an A, and the true owner of the utilizer. There wasn't any sense in disenchanting them. 
For the rest of the day, I reclined on a couch and drank iced beverages while the Maxim Alt Construction Company materialized equipment and put up my house. Well, now, there you are, sir. Modest, low-slung affair with 20 rooms. Built only the best materials from the design of Mega Degna. Interior by Toeg, Mueller Swimming Pool, and Formal Gardens by Varian. It's really the latest thing. With your permission, we'll include a complete layout on it in Galactic House and Garden. By evening, it was completed. And a small army of workmen packed up their equipment and then vanished. I allowed my chef to prepare a light supper for me. And afterwards, I sat in my cool living room to think the whole thing over. In front of me, humming gently, sat the utilizer. I ordered cigars. Ah, Havana. I wonder what's behind it all. Of course, it can't be supernatural. There are no demons or devils in this. My house was built by regular, ordinary human beings. They swore and laughed and cursed like human beings. The utilizer was simply a scientific gadget, which worked on principles that I didn't understand or care to understand. Could it have come from another planet? Not likely. They wouldn't have learned English just for me. And so I decided that the utilizer must have come from the Earth's future. But how? Well, accidents will happen. Why couldn't the utilizer have just slipped back into the past and ended up in my room? What a wonderful future it must be. Wishing machines. How marvelously civilized. All a person has to do is think of something, presto, and there it is. Of course, I had to watch my step. I was still the owner and the rest of the A's. They'd probably try to take the machine away from me. A sudden movement caught my eye. I looked up. The utilizer was quivering. As I walked towards it, a faint mist of steam came out of it. Must be overheating. Maybe a bucket of water. Then I noticed it was becoming smaller. It was no more than two feet square and shrinking before my eyes. The owner, perhaps the A's, are causing a micro-transfer that Leek had talked about. I had to do something quickly. I pushed the button. Leak Protection Service. Well, now look here. I was on my way to the golf course. Must I be disturbed every do time? Do something. Look at it. It's shrinking. It's getting smaller. It's getting hot. Do something. Well, there's nothing I can do. Temporal wall is all I'm licensed for. You want the micro-control people. Bye. Oh, wait a minute. Come back. It's getting hot. It's getting smaller. I'll press the button again. Micro-control. With whom do you wish to make an appointment? Get me help, fast. Look, the utilizer is growing smaller. They're micro-transferring it. Well, Mr. Vernon is out to lunch. He's disowned himself. I can't reach him. Well, who can you reach? Well, Mr. Veers is in the deed continuum, and Mr. Elvis is doing field work in Paleontic Europe. If you're really in a rush, maybe transfer point control. They're a smaller unit. All right, all right, all right. Transfer point control. Ow! Oh, 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 oh. That button's hot. Mm-hmm. I gotta push it. Gotta push that button. Transfer point control. Well, what can I do for you? Uh-huh, just a minute. I'll take care of that. Hey, there you are. Got just in time, didn't I? Hey, ain't fancy, but we're all reliable. My hand, my finger, it's burned. Can you do something? Who, me? Nope, not my department. Do one thing, do it well, I always say. Right. My finger is burned. Push the button again. 
to fix me up. Fix my finger. Ah, that's better. Much better. The owner of the utilizer didn't try anything for at least a week. But I found that my mansion in the woods had been the wrong thing to do. I had to hire a platoon of guards to keep away sightseers and hunters insisted on camping in my formal gardens. Also, the Bureau of Internal Revenue began to take a lively interest in my affairs. And so, with the aid of the Power Vinyl Movers and the Maxima Oath Construction Company and the Jankston Instantaneous Travel Bureau and a good deal of money placed in the proper hands, I moved to a small Central American republic. And there, since the climate was warmer and the income tax non-existent, I built a large, airy, ostentatious palace. It came equipped with the usual accessories. Horses, dogs, peacocks, servants, musicians, bevies of dancing girls, and everything a palace should have. I spent two weeks just exploring the place. One morning, I went up to the utilizer with the vague intention of asking for a sports car, or perhaps a small herd of pedigreed cattle. But as I bent over the gray machine and reached for the red button... Hey, where are you going? Hey, you can't move. You weigh a ton. Hold still so I can push the button. Hey, come back here. It's animation. That's what it is. Hey, come back here. I got to push the button and get some kind of help. Hey, hey machine, stop. Back into the corner. There we go. There we are. Careful. Can't let it get through the door. One side, a little dodge. There. Animation control. Wow. That was close. I can't take any more chances. I better do some big wishing now while I still have the chance. All right, pay attention here, machine. I'll have five million dollars... Three functioning oil wells, a motion picture studio, perfect health, 25 more dancing girls, uh, immortality, a sports car, and a herd of pedigreed cattle. This is what happened. The utilizer. It's gone. Where is it? Wait a minute. What happened to me? All right, we're going to be holding it right there, and we'll continue the final parts of the utilizer on the other side of this commercial break. My name is Rob McConnell, and you're listening to The X-Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network. We'll be back after this short break, and I'll tell you who's going to be on with us tomorrow night. Whatever you do, don't go away, and if you do, get right back. You better get working now, boy. Don't hear you touch that electronic whip. What do you mean? You'll find out. You can call me Jang. We'll be together for some time. How long? You work it out. The rate is 50 credits a month until your debt is paid off. They can't do this to me. It's all a mistake. It was their fault they left the machine. They let it slip into the past. It's all a mistake. It's no mistake. They're short of labor. 
They don't want to go recruiting all over for it. Come on. After the first thousand years, you won't mind it. The first thousand years? I won't live that long. Sure you will. You got immortality, didn't you? Oh. That's right. That's right. I wished for it just before they took back the machine. Sure you did. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That bill that Flynn showed me. I didn't see immortality on that bill. How much did they charge me for immortality? Oh, don't be naive, pal. You should have figured it out by now. Actually, they give that away for nothing. Now grab your pick. Let's go. you Something for Nothing, a story written by Robert Sheckley and adapted for radio by Ernest Canoy. X-1. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. We spoke with Michael Barhola about America's haunted road trip. Jim Mulehausen about, uh, you know, the 51 mistakes that small businesses make. And uh, it was quite an interesting hour. Dr. Lynn Keetai, of course, the lady behind the Phoenix Lights. Well, I don't mean she caused them, but she is the the foremost authority on the Phoenix Lights. And uh, also this past hour we had Zach Barkhouse and his Dead Pet Stories. His website is www.deadpetstories.com. On tomorrow night's show we have John Rhodes, Paul Von Ward, and then we've got a two-hour special on the return of Planet X. Also coming up this week we have... Uh, Connie Podesta, Tyra Green, Michael Ravy, Ken Thomas, Dr. Mary Zennett, Sue Allen, and Doug Elwell is going to be with us talking about Ireland and St. Patrick's Day, which is coming up next week. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. Where does the time go when we're having fun here in the Exxon? I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking each and every one of you in the Exxon Nation for allowing us to be part of your day or night, no matter where you are. And for making this show the popular show it is, not only on radio stations, TV stations, but our numbers at iTunes continue to soar. So thank you, each and every one of you. My producer at Master Control tonight, the one and only Miss Melanie. Thanks for keeping us up on those four big satellites in the Sky Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Aglia 2, and on G3. And, of course, on Talkstar Radio dot com streaming audio Rob in uh, Scarborough thanks Rob for keeping everybody going at exontv.com to my daughter Stephanie our seg- uh, segment uh, producer thanks Stephanie another great show and to my wife the lovely Laura Rogers thank you for all your help as well dear so until uh, tomorrow night as once again we cross this time space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon take care of each other and if you've got a child at home give them a hug give them a kiss tell them their love because the children of today are the leaders of tomorrow and always lead by example. 
So until tomorrow night, my friends, as I always say, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone. Now, boy, don't hear you touch that electronic whip. What do you mean? You'll find out. You can call me Jang. We'll be together for some time. How long? You won't get out. The rate is 50 credits a month until your debt is paid off. They can't do this to me. It's all a mistake. It was their fault they left the machine. They let it slip into the past. It's all a mistake. It's no mistake. They're short of labor. They don't want to go recruiting all over for it. Come on. After the first thousand years, you won't mind it. The first thousand years? I won't live that long. Sure you will. You got immortality, didn't you? Oh. That's right. That's right. I wished for it just before they took back the machine. Sure you did. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That bill that friend showed me. I didn't see immortality on that bill. How much did they charge me for immortality? Oh, don't be naive, pal. You should have figured it out by now. Actually, they give that away for nothing. Now grab your pick. Let's go. you Something for Nothing, a story written by Robert Sheckley and adapted for radio by Ernest Canoy. X minus one. I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. We spoke with Michael Barhola about America's haunted road trip. Jim Mulehausen about, uh, you know, the 51 mistakes that small businesses make. And uh, it was quite an interesting hour. Dr. Lynn Keetai, of course, the lady behind the Phoenix Lights. Well, I don't mean she caused them, but she is the the foremost authority on the Phoenix Lights. And uh, also this past hour we had Zach Barkhouse and his Dead Pet Stories. His website is www.deadpetstories.com. On tomorrow night's show we have John Rhodes, Paul Von Ward, and then we've got a two-hour special on the return of Planet X. Also coming up this week we have... Uh, Connie Podesta, Tara Green, Michael Ravy, Ken Thomas, Dr. Mary Zennett, Sue Allen, and Doug Elwell is going to be with us talking about Ireland and St. Patrick's Day, which is coming up next week. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. Where does the time go and we're having fun here in the Exxon? I'd like to take this opportunity of thanking each and every one of you in the Exxon Nation for allowing us to be part of your day or night, no matter where you are. And for making this show the popular show it is, not only on radio stations, TV stations, but our numbers at iTunes continue to soar.
So thank you, each and every one of you. My producer at Master Control tonight, the one and only Miss Melanie. Thanks for keeping us up on those four big satellites in the Sky Galaxy 4R, Telstar 7, Aglia 2, and on G3. And, of course, on TalkStarRadio.com streaming audio. To Rob in uh, Scarborough, thanks, Rob, for keeping everybody going at TV.com. To my daughter, Stephanie, our seg- uh, segment uh, producer, thanks, Stephanie, another great show. And to my wife, the lovely Laura Rogers, thank you for all your help as well, dear. So until uh, tomorrow night, as once again we cross this time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon, take care of each other. And if you've got a child at home, give them a hug, give them a kiss, tell them they're loved, because the children of today are the leaders of tomorrow and always lead by example. So until tomorrow night, my friends, as I always say, always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night, everyone.